0: i go yes go it's recording <laughs> <laughs> let's clap ready one two three hello welcome good morning good afternoon good evening and welcome to another episode a wonderful episode of player two podcast with me your host jalk with me our cat and sack welcome welcome how are you all doing today welcome
1: doing good doing good
0: doing fantastic
1: beautiful well, day. Before
0: before we get into our main topic of today, I uh, let's talk about a little bit of the upcoming games that are coming out soon and some that are still not announced when they're going to come out but are supposed to come out sometime this year. I have a game in mind, but let's see what you guys got. Uh well, I'm going to talk about uh Star
2: Wars Jedi Survivor. Um I think me and Kat kind of like really looking forward to this. It did get delayed uh till april 28th which is basically Practically may yeah it's, it's basically may right the, <laughs> it, why why it's like okay if we read if we're gonna delay it let's delay it till may 31st that's basically june then right so yeah. why i not want to just put it in may i don't understand <laughs> that anyway uh so yeah it got released um but yeah i'm really excited about that it was supposed to come Same. out this this month like last week or something yeah the
1: 16th and- i think was the oh date. yeah, so
2: all right. So it was supposed to come out 16th then? Yeah. Shoot. Alright, so then, Whatever their um...
1: reasoning is though, I'm sure it's a good one, and if it's not ready yet, we'll wait till it's ready, because it's gonna be a good game.
2: I'm, I'm pretty sure Wednesday. they're
0: trying to iron out all the bugs and everything. The first game was good, it looked good. I, I think I played like Maybe an hour of it and done. Oh stopped. my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I never finished it. My worry yeah. is
1: that you know Zelda also comes out in May, and so that gives me a very small window to be able to play Star Wars. Mm. So I don't know now if I'm going to play Star Wars before Zelda or not. But in the meantime, I still have Hogwarts. I'm enjoying. Um, it's it's gotten a little laggy for me lately. Hard on my computer, but really? I'm still enjoying the gameplay of it. Um, and I'm hoping that I can, I know I did a driver update and that helped a little bit. So I'm like only 40% through that game. So it gives me more time oh, wow. to play Hogwarts, but it's uh, it's going to make things complicated when it comes to Zelda or Star Wars. I don't know which one I'm, I'm going to play first. I'm still surprised that
0: with a couple of patches out now for Hogwarts, it's still kind of a little laggy for you. I, I'll be mm-hmm. honest, uh, since we recorded the last episode, I still have not touched that game. Uh, last <laughs> played was 21st of February, so it's been a minute. Uh, So I haven't touched it. I I guess I don't know what I'm waiting for. I just have been busy playing Assassin's Creed still. I've been playing Valhalla. So when I picked it up, I remember I talked about like I picked up every single DLC of that game because I'm a big Assassin's Creed fan. Uh, I think I'm about 75% done and I'm about 150 hours in. Wow. It's going to be... And I like to explore it. That game is beautiful. So, uh, But the game that I wanted to talk about uh, that's upcoming, that does not have a release date yet, uh, according to Ubisoft, um, is Assassin's Creed Mirage. Um, I'm kind of looking forward to that because so we haven't seen any gameplay footage. Uh, there's a cinematic trailer out, uh, which you can see right now. Uh, but the cinematics always look amazing. And the mm-hmm. main character is Basim. And Basim was introduced in Valhalla and when he's a little older, but this is said in the previous time uh, from where he is. He's from Iraq. And this is set in Baghdad in the ninth century. And it's supposedly gonna be a lot of fun. Uh, the one thing I can say is that the game is beautiful. It looks beautiful, but cinematics are always, you know, cinematics. And so wait, but well, you know, was the
2: main character from the from the one in Valhalla? Yeah, so is no. That, so, is main so now
0: Eivor is the main character in Valhalla but Basim okay. has a, a side role but Basim is like with the hidden ones which is the assassins or Ashashins you know but he's the main character in the next game but it's set in the past ah, before uh the game so I'm I'm kind of excited about that because I know the game will be beautiful I'm just looking forward to that game I am I'm pretty sure it's going to be a lot of fun and I'm going to put a lot of hours into it now is that a game
1: that when you play it you shut everything else off you're not in a voice channel with others you're (laughs) just enjoying it solo for the story
0: well well, yes because see the the thing is there are a lot of cinematics in the game then you talk to people you know and and when we're in discord and people are talking and i kind of have to focus so (laughs) yeah i i easily get distracted you know i have adhd and i i I can't like i Mm -hmm. have to on the game. And uh one thing uh, Ubisoft if you're watching this we're an upcoming podcast if you'd like to send a copy to one of your biggest fans. <laughs> be really nice. All right. That that's my piece right there. All right. Back to you guys. Yeah, I, I mean I
2: I seen you um stream it for me a couple times uh and I, I like seeing the visual um aspects of the environment and stuff. It it reminds me uh, I know I've said this to you personally before, but it reminds me of like how we used to play Red Dead and stuff. How the the mm-hmm. the environment was so immerse- immersive, right? And I, I really like that about that game. But I I never really got into the storyline of Assassin's Creed. So uh, if I have to start it, I'd have to start yeah. you know from the beginning. Yeah,
0: <laughs> well, you, you just missed the sale, man. May, I mean, I've played every single one of them, other than the two that were. Buggy, laggy, broken, Uh, the one that came out in succession. You'll be
1: disappointed with me. I actually have Valhalla, but on Switch? And for mm. some reason, I, it made me nauseous to play it. And I, it, this happens with so many games. I just, the oh, movements, well. the blur, um, motion mm. blur, you know, I had to turn all that off. And sometimes still, um, they make me a little nauseous. But that was on the Switch. So maybe if I played yeah. it on PC, maybe it would be better. Because you have more, I feel like, settings options.
0: Yes. It's definitely.
1: Like,
2: so, I, I've had that problem also um, on the Nintendo before where I've gotten nauseous with a game, mm-hmm. but not really? on the PC. And I'm wondering if it's like a refresh rate issue or if it's something else. I don't don't understand what it is.
0: Well, let's move on to one of the most important topics that has been discussed previously among gaming uh, community and something that we thought would be a great addition to our podcast. And we've been talking about it amongst ourselves and we thought this would be a great addition for this episode. And that is the cost of video games. The history behind it, how they have increased over the course of time. Some agree, some don't disagree. I mean, some don't disagree would be the incorrect term. Some don't agree, uh, and how how that has gone. Um, should we go on to statistics, or should we talk about this a little bit more? What do you guys think?
2: Um, I mean, we could set it up where we talk about the history of like how okay. how much goes into. Uh, a game, right? I agree because
1: I don't know much about that. So you can teach me some
2: things. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I mean, obviously you have to pay the developer, right? And Mm -hmm. the developer, um, they're the people who actually make the game, right? Then you have to pay testers to test the game, look for bugs, glitches and that stuff. Um, Then you have to pay all these other things. So, uh, IP, um, which is intellectual property, yes. um, patents, publishers, uh, marketing. Well, yeah, publishers, also, obviously. Yeah. Um, and all these things come to the cost of making the game itself. Yeah. Right? Um, now, I think a lot of it has changed over time. Back in the day, like we were talking before, Jack, yeah a lot of the games were very small um mm-hmm. and they didn't have like a big budget, so a lot of them were kind of like either made by Nintendo, like a big publisher already, or yeah. they were indie games and but they still weren't being like massively produced like not like are. today, yeah now we have
1: celebrities in yeah, nice. a lot of games Absolutely. I, i'm sure that There's that's voice
0: actors, you know <laughs> actual representation factor. the guy yeah. uh from that one show that uh plays the main character in star wars as well mm-hmm. yeah yeah he's so. uh
1: on shameless
0: yeah i
2: think well, yeah yeah okay,
0: mm-hmm. yep oh uh, really I, I yeah. did not know his name, but uh, yeah. I think uh, Zach, you collected some statistical data, and we also conduct uh, did some polls. So we did. Uh, we targeted three different gaming discords. Uh, one of them is uh, the one where we hang out the most, which is FFS. Uh, one of our friends over at NerdHerd, who we introduced in the last episode. Uh, That's also a gaming community. And the third community that we targeted is MVG, which is Military Veteran Gamers. It's a charity discord uh, with uh, which has the goal of healing through gaming. It's basically comprised of uh, veterans and active duty uh, of United States Armed Forces and our NATO allies. So we conducted polls in three different locations. And uh, I think, uh, Zach, you collected how much percentage we got for each answer. I think the yeah, first so question- Yeah, so we basically asked
2: yeah. uh, two questions. Mm-hmm. Um, and the main questions were, um, does it bother me that the cost has gone up or um, does it- not bother me much. Yeah. Like uh so the the first answer was does it it does bother me? Mm-hmm. Um it, we got 68% that people said, "Hey, mm-hmm. I okay. think this is it's not cool." And uh 32% said, "You know, it's okay." You know, they weren't totally okay with it maybe, but they were they were fine them from enough, right? Yeah. They they understood the reasoning. Um so Right there, I think you could say the majority of people are not comfortable with the rising prices of games, right? And we can go more into depth of why uh, that, yes. that is so. Um, the second question was, um, do you buy the game's full price or do you like wait for sales um, or discounts of some sort? Yep. And 40% said... Um, that they buy at full price outright. Sixty okay. percent said they they wait for the sales. So I think that's kind of like you can kind of see the correlation. Yeah. Between hey, it bothers me that there's costs going up, and so now that the costs are going up, I'm waiting for sales. Yeah. And, and yeah, and that's definitely you see that um through those just just those three Discord statistics that we did, right? So um, what do
1: you guys think? I mean, how do you feel about it? Do you, does the, the price going up bother you? So does
0: It, it has, it does. Sales? Yeah, it does. So, you know, it, just look at five years ago and we'll dive more into data here, but just look at five years ago when you bought a new game and, you know, you just had one game now. More, well, that was more than five years ago, but you had standard, you just had one edition of the game that would come out and then you had the, the deluxe edition. Now there's the standard, the deluxe, the gold, The deluxe deluxe with, you know, annual pass, season pass, you know, you've got so many versions of a game now that, hey, if you don't get this, you miss out on. So it's I I understand that publishers are trying to make money and, you know, the the business model is for profit. You know, they're not giving away games for charity, but at the same time. the cost of just a standard game has gone up like look at it like 49.99 used to be the price of a game on 39.99 now it's easily 60 bucks 59.99 is regular price of a game so it's gone up by 10 bucks let's say in the past yeah. 5 6 years so it has now gone up the envelope to 70 yeah they're pushing yeah. the envelope yeah. to 70 but we also have to realize their their target market has increased exponentially over the past sure. just 3 years like For we sure. talked about the pandemic and we talked mm-hmm. about how many consoles were sold and when we talk about the player base increasing, that's also them trying to increase the amount of profit that they generate, which is increasing the price of games. And yeah, yeah but most of the time, yeah, it does bother me.
2: Yeah, for me, um, the price of games uh, in general have kind of bothered me and influenced my uh, buying um, you know, habits. So yeah. like, mm-hmm. if, if I see a game that I really want, let's say Star Wars, Um, I might have to dish out. If if I want to play that game right now, I probably would dish out because I'm a fanboy of Star Wars. Right. But if it's a game that I'm like I'm excited about, but I'm not super excited about, like I'm not like willing to wait. I'm Mm -hmm. I'm willing to wait. Yeah. For sure. Because I'm like, well, why I don't really need it. It's not a need. Mm -hmm. Um even though I am a gamer, I I still am like, okay, well, I can wait this out till it goes on sale and then you know I'll, I'll enjoy it then yeah uh, i just won't have that initial uh reaction to everything i won't be mm-hmm. you know playing with everybody else at that at that time
1: yeah and that's that's how i am to you. i mean that's how hogwarts was i was watching everyone play and then i ended up getting a gifted copy um from a friend nice. which was very nice yes but i i've never paid much attention to the price of games um i i do now because i'm budgeting differently these days than prior than yes. prior years. And um, I'm definitely willing to wait on a game. And sometimes, though, I will be excited and I'll say, I'm going to wait. And then I end up not getting it because another game comes along that's maybe more Absolutely. affordable. So it definitely affects um, the games that I buy and when I buy them.
0: No, I so agree we're... with you. It all depends on the game. Like, you know, Sack, you said you're a fanboy of Star Wars. It's the same thing with Mm -hmm. me. When Mirage comes out, I'm probably going to buy it full price. But most of other games, right, uh, I'll always wait for sales. Like if there's a game. uh, Recently, we were playing SnowRunner together. I did not pick up that game at full price. I waited for the sale for the game. Uh, You know, it's not something that I know that I'll be enjoying as much as I would enjoy some of the games that I would be Mm -hmm. really. Fan off, so I waited for a good sale for that game, then I picked it up, and I enjoyed it and now I'm done with it like i i'm I, I don't know if I'm gonna play that game anymore um probably will probably will not, but yeah mm-hmm. uh, I agree with both of you on that
2: yeah i'm I'm pretty much the same um exactly <laughs> <laughs> uh, i I think though uh you were mentioning something before about um how the price of games have been going up and pushing the envelope of 70 and, and you were talking about how the amount of people are playing, like there's a bigger pool yeah. of yeah. your market. Um, and that's, that's definitely something that we should mention. I was trying to find statistics of, of how many gamers there were a long time ago, and I just couldn't find a lot um, only in the last like five years, I found statistics. Um, and right now in the U S according to 2022, um, statistics in the u.s there's 250 million gamers oh, wow. that's a lot you know and if you like calculate that against our own uh, population in the u.s that's yeah. way over half right we we have something like 350 million or something like yeah. that. that that's a
0: lot that's a but lot is of that players. is that by person or is that by number of consoles sold because if you look at that then you know one yeah, person true. can have multiple consoles multiple. in the household too
2: yeah, I don't know. I'd have to look on I got the information from the Entertainment Software Association's uh, okay. website. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm thinking that they're saying like how many um, people are actually okay. playing. All right. Uh, That's if, interesting if I'm mistaken, data though. I'll, I'll redact that. But <laughs> <laughs> <It's not fair laughs> I, uh, I also got another statistic that there's okay.
0: 3.24 billion gamers across oh, the wow. whole world.
2: Wow. And that, that's, that's, I was like, wow, that's, yeah, that's less than,
0: that's Less than lot. half the population of the world, but still that's a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know what, I mean is, think
2: about like yeah. countries that don't have access to yeah. even a lot of these things, right? I mean, mm-hmm. we live in a privileged society. So of, of course we have a lot of leisure, but even countries that don't have a lot of leisure, there are gamers there, right? I, th- I think yeah. that's so crazy. The average gamer is Thirty-five years old,
0: which that's makes not me feel, surprising. That makes sense, me feel, that makes feel sense. a lot better.
1: better <laughs> Listen, as we that can
0: go that makes sense because us millennials, you know, that's yeah. that's um well, me and I think.
2: Are you a I'm millennial yeah, too, guy? Uh, yeah. You
0: know, yeah, but maybe. I know me, <laughs> me and Zach are millennials, and and you know the whole video game industry started when we were young. So, well, right, yeah we were really young when we it think we started. take all this
1: credit for it but it- so- <laughs> <laughs> the vision had been had already yeah, the
0: vision had been had so you yeah. know the average I, I i agree with that you know average gamer is 35 but you have a lot more like younger audience too especially like look at my kids like much younger look at tax yeah. kids significantly younger yeah
2: yeah, yeah. So,
1: so kids will be the next generation of uh, Fortnite.
0: Oh god! Uh,
2: <laughs>
1: which I, I have no shame in that game being the one probably I play the most.
2: So my <laughs> six-year-old is kicking some forty-year-old guys' butt all over Fortnite right now. Probably. Uh, uh, so back back to um, let's say Nintendo, the NES, right? Oh. Um, when that came out in 1985, close to where I was born Um, that came out at $179. Uh, But if you, if you put that in today's cost, that would be $432. Okay. With inflation Um, numbers and everything. Exactly. So I I think that kind of evens out. Like if you were to go to the store and pick up a switch, it would be about 400 bucks. Plus you'd have to buy the extra controller, which is another 70 bucks. So it's kind of on target of when it first came out. Now, uh, the average game cost um, back then uh, was yeah. forty five. Now, if you put it in today's dollars, that's a hundred and eight dollars, and that's that's a significant that's game price. Yeah. yeah. Um. However, that goes back to what you were saying about yeah. the game market pool. So we have a lot more players, so the game prices should be less. Because in- mm-hmm. in- if they're selling not just 1 million copies they're selling like you know 100 million copies uh, yeah. I'm, I'm just throwing that number out there the yeah. <laughs> this is <laughs> hypothetical. All
0: hypothetical yeah
2: it's hypothetical a number but like if you're selling a lot more copies uh you you can sell it at a smaller price to get the, to a, absolutely still make a lot profit right yeah well
1: yeah in theory but also i, I don't know i think about it is the quality of the games have gotten so much better and i'm sure that costs money oh, 100%. so maybe oh, yeah. you know they them selling more means that they could sell them for cheaper yes but they, they may be putting that money into other things that make the overall experience better uh that's just one one thought that i have with it um you know and then and then there's so many more options now too. So there's so much more competition because now you can have a, Mm the streaming service that we taught, like what we talked about the other day, and maybe you don't buy the game, but you use the streaming service. Um, I prefer to own, own the games uh, and keep them forever. (laughs) No, but, um, but I do think about that and and the, the cast of the games and, and I'm sure there's so much work that goes into it that I could never understand just because I don't know that side of gaming. I I just turn on a computer and, play
0: (laughs) look at it this way right you had a target audience of hypothetically a million now you have a target audience of a billion people so you know the million and a billion is a big thing but you had uh, primarily nes competing with sega in back in the day you know the genesis versus the nintendo and then you've got the xbox the playstation initially they were they had exclusive games but most exclusive games are becoming well there's still some specific very exclusive games but most games are becoming more cross-platform you know, there are certain games that you can only find still on PlayStation, certain games you can find mainly on Xbox, but a lot more games you find on PC. And there are some games yeah. like Zelda is exclusive to Nintendo, regardless of what platform you're on. You have to have a Switch to play that. Yes,
2: game. I think it's always been like a huge rift between Sony and Nintendo because mm. PlayStation came out in 95 and yeah. I got it in 95. My My dad worked at like an electronics company, and so he was able to get me. Oh, nice. uh, this yeah, <laughs> so it, it came out in '95. Uh, uh, let's let's look at the numbers. It says it came out for three hundred bucks today's okay. dollars. That's five hundred nine. Um, how much is a PS5 now?
0: I think it's four. It's five hundred bucks. I think if you get, I, I I haven't bought a console in a minute, so, so I would say I think four ninety nine, three ninety nine, and four ninety nine are the prices of. I think if you get the. Digital download version or the or the disc version, I think. So uh, that's that's not a that's not,
2: that. that seems like it's on par. And yeah. the game cost um, 1995 was fifty bucks. Today's yeah. dollars would be eighty four. So slight increase on that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: and I don't think I I've ever say- bought a console brand new, even with consoles or uh, computer uh, parts if needed. Sometimes even with that, I'll wait until there's a sale. S-Sales. Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. If I have yeah. something, if I had nothing, oh, I would go out right now. I don't care how much it costs. <laughs> if my computer exploded right now, I'd have another one set up oh, within yeah. a four hours yeah. but it's because pc gaming has ruined me
0: <laughs> yeah pc gaming does do that to you yeah. and you know i build a computer every three years two to three years is my timeline three years i'll build it myself i'll wait for the parts to go on sale i'll go yeah. one gen behind but i know that gen is going to be good for another couple of years or three years right. and i'll build it like at at probably half the cost of what I would build it previously minus the graphics card of course. So <laughs> but, since both
1: yeah. of you have had multiple consoles and I've had mm-hmm. less gaming um experience overall than the two of you. Yeah. Um since you've both had multiple consoles, what was your what console did you feel like if you were to buy it today at that four thirty two or that five uh five oh nine, what do you think was more worth that value?
0: Um the Xbox three sixty. Uh, I did love the
1: 360 the 360
0: was the console that I used the longest because I didn't have a PC at that time I had a big Mm -hmm. lag I had a PC prior to that but I had a big lag and I was you know busy with my 20s and I was going out and about I was not spending as much time at home (laughs) as I am today Uh, so I was you know out being social, but I had an Xbox 360 that I got, you know, played Skyrim on, played a bunch of Halo games on it. So I did, I did, I think the most money out of any of the consoles that I've owned. I think I got it out of the Xbox 360. Nice.
1: I
2: mean, for me, it it was a different experience because, like, I mean, I would I would have to say the first PlayStation. Um, okay. I mean, each each individual's experience is going to be different, but oh, like. For sure. Like, the, the PlayStation for me was, like, the best thing in the mm-hmm. world because I was, like, the coolest kid on the blog, like, in the whole <laughs> thing, on my whole side of the town because I had a PlayStation. And at the time, uh, like, to play a game off of a CD was amazing. Like, it was yeah. mind-blowing at that time. Everybody was using cartridges, right? The yeah. only mm-hmm. other console that had CDs was a 3DO, and that was, like, such a niche uh, console at that yeah. time. Um, that was, like, from the 80s, basically. Um, so, like, just to have a CD, to be able to put it into a console and be able to play, it, it was, like, yeah. fascinating for
0: us kids um, back then. And then, then you um, would typically get that PlayStation error that said uh, no disk detected. And you would just <laughs> oh. the that has, and there, there are plenty of memes about that, that you start your PlayStation, yeah. and it doesn't detect the game, and then you're stuck in that loop. All right. I want to come I back had to my first gen one too. Yeah.
2: So I hear that. Uh, but yes. like the other thing where I was yeah. going to say is like uh, the, the war between Sony and Nintendo yeah. was always a thing until Xbox came in. Mm-hmm. Xbox started in 2001. So they were like really late to the game, but it was owned by Microsoft. Yeah. Microsoft is a PC developer. Yep. So um, obviously they have that connection with the PC world. Um, And they came out at 2001 at 300 bucks. Today's dollar is 438. So it's fair price. And I think mainly um, that's because they were competing with Nintendo and Sony. Right. There was basically just those two giants in a room. Um, Their game cost 2001 was 50 bucks. Today's um, cost... Uh, and with inflation, that'd be seventy three bucks. Okay, and that's what they're trying to push the envelope to. Is that yeah?
0: So, but there, there's one thing that I will give to the video game industry that that cost of forty nine ninety nine stayed mm-hmm. at forty nine ninety nine for a it very did. long I do time. That. Just to, just yeah. to, so I'm not going to blame them for that. Uh, you know, right now they're increasing the cost, but we have to remember there's a lot more that goes into video game development than that used to go. Like look at like we discussed so many Hollywood celebrities that voice characters. Lance Riddick who recently mm-hmm. uh passed away voiced uh Zavala in Destiny Two and you know players held vigils for him. You know, that's another topic for another day. But uh but statistics... Reeves in Cyberpunk. oh yeah. And yeah. and Ken Reeves and Cyberpunk absolutely and 4999 has been the cost of video games forever and now it's changing. Yeah. Do people not like it? Yes, but we also got, you know, got a comfortable with the norm of that cost not taking into account that, you know, there's a lot more development that goes in video games because the target audience and there's so many indie developers out now, so mm-hmm. many publishing houses, so many developers now developing their video games and they have to market correctly for people to buy their game. Otherwise, you know, they're, mm-hmm. they're going to fail. Yeah. So, I mean, like a lot of indie developing games, they can make the... A great
2: game Absolutely. for a lot less than these AAA titles. Oh yeah, for so sure. It brings up the question: like, is this like increase in game prices justified? We have yeah. the like one variable being a bigger gaming pool. You know, yes. uh, we have what is it? Over three billion players in the world mm-hmm. now. Yeah, uh, that's a lot different from when I was a kid, and you know, in the 80s and 90s, uh, there wasn't that big of a pool, Absolutely. so they can. They can push out more copies. Uh, there's also less cost with the distribution. Yes. Most of our games we buy digitally. We don't right. buy them uh, on a cartridge. We don't buy them on a CD. Uh, that puts you know that takes out a middleman. Like you don't go to a Walmart. You don't go yes. to right whatever uh, to buy a game. You buy it directly from. Um, them or through a platform like steam epic mm-hmm. or yeah. like, like let's say ubisoft has their own platform yeah or EA has their they own do. Platform. Yeah. yeah they do ubisoft yeah ubisoft
0: has their own uh, ubisoft connect now and exactly. well that i i agree with you on the digital platform but you also have to take in account that there's still consoles that use discs and same with the switch mm-hmm. you know you still buy the cartridge yeah you Um, can yeah yeah, you can you can I mean you have the option of digitally downloading it but to save disk space because Mm -hmm. in a pc I can easily like I have three terabytes of space I can go on ahead and if I still have a SATA port I can slap in another couple terabytes you know what I mean Mm -hmm. but you can't do that yeah you can insert a cartridge into the switch you can add certain things but you still are limited to capacity as much as you can expand in a pc and consistently digitally download games you can't Mm -hmm. do the same thing in consoles you still buy disks but like you said, the pool, right? I think the biggest market, even today, we had, what, 250-some million, you said, Zach? Uh, the biggest market is in Asia. Like, if you just combine Asia, and we talk about the United States, 250, but if you combine all of Asia, the largest continent, you know, 1.5 billion, almost 1.5 billion uh, video, video game, game players. Game players. Player. Yeah. That's insane it's that's a huge market and yeah. I, I you know
2: that like even um i hear from a, a couple of chinese gamers that like there's like a limit of how many hours that they can oh, play yeah. and stuff. that's so it's so crazy uh in really and, and, yeah yeah i did not <laughs> can't know that. that
0: here because you know yeah. you can wake up and play video I... games all day if you yeah, want. obviously to. we have like oh, our own
2: freedoms and stuff but uh like it's so crazy over there obviously they have a huge population Absolutely. way more yeah. than america but um yeah it, it's nuts how many gamers we actually do have um th- there is something that we didn't discuss though Okay, and that's the development cost versus okay. the other cost. Okay. Um, for instance, uh, Call of Duty, Modern Warfare Two, which was a super popular game. Yes. That came out uh, over a decade ago, two thousand mm-hmm. something like that. Um,
1: Is that the one that they, had Kevin Spacey in it? Did it? As the I I I know the very first game I while. ever played was wa- where I recognized the. Um, voice of uh the character and was like oh that's that's it was whatever call of duty really? kevin spacey was in. and no, i just remember being like that duty is
2: so yeah i, don't I remember know.
1: being excited never since then i started paying so much more attention trying to figure out <laughs> who people are if, you, if oh, you don't know for sure <laughs> I,
0: would, I would like to state that uh, kevin spacey is no longer a popular hollywood celebrity, yeah. <laughs> celebrity just putting it out there <laughs> so call
2: of duty modern warfare warfare 2 it cost. Uh, it had cost about fifty million dollars to oh, wow. develop, but they spent two hundred million dollars mm. in marketing, just in marketing the game. So that's yeah, on so top that's, of the fifty
0: million just to develop. That's it. on
2: top of the fifty million. Wow. So in total, about two hundred fifty million dollars. Mm. But you're talking about a great, a vast difference in price. Yeah. Of how much it costs to make the video game versus how much they are marketing the video game right that is a lot of money just put into Mm -hmm. marketing and you're you're paying a lot of money for that marketing right you're not just paying for the developer you're paying for them to market that video game any Mm -hmm. commercials any uh marketing deals that they do uh that that comes at a cost to the gamers and you're saying and you have to say hey is that is that justifiable um there's another you can we can take another one apart that kind of shows the opposite one of the most um expensive games uh in the world was cyberpunk 2077 which uh which like stumbled oops sorry which stumbled um off the gate with their launch right um but after they got all their bugs fixed everything you know It was a great game. I loved the game, but it cost them $174 million to develop that game. Um, Wow. It was a long time coming for them, uh, CD Projekt Red.
0: It was Uh, in development for a long time, too, because a lot of people were like, when, when, when? And CD Projekt was like, we're not releasing it anytime soon. You got to wait. And people waited years. Yes. Wow. And that's probably why the development cost was so high,
2: absolutely because it was in development for so long. Yeah, I want to know the marketing cost of this. So, so the marketing cost one hundred and seventy. It wasn't. It was actually lower. It was one hundred and forty-two million. Wow. But let's let's say that's about eighty percent of the of the development cost. You know, you were talking about almost half uh, almost one hundred percent of the mar- of the development cost was de- uh, delegated to marketing the, the product. And so that, Mm. like half and half, that's crazy.
0: Yeah, but I guess a lot of people anticipated 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 the game beforehand as well, especially with you know The Witcher Three success. A lot of people were looking forward to, so I guess they didn't have to spend as much on marketing. Well, I wouldn't say um as much. That's still that's a lot 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 of of money. money. In total, it was three hundred
2: and sixteen million dollars. That's a lot of money that's a lot of money. Yeah.
1: I wonder how much they made off I mean all the purchases of the game.
2: Oh, like the I they? Yeah. Oh, I have, I haven't looked at that, but I'm sure they made Something a kill. I'm
0: pretty oh, sure. Oh, I bet. <laughs> well, no, I, I, I and mean, I've heard of that game a lot.
1: Yeah. I've never played it, but I hear about oh, that I game a lot. So like I know I would, it's very yeah. popular.
0: I highly recommend it. Amazing music. I, I love the music in that game. Yeah. You know, the soundtracks are amazing. It's, it's so much fun. It, it's a lot of fun. You, I, I highly recommend playing. I've Cyberpunk seen some gameplay. It
1: looks like a where good time. it goes on
0: sale. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, That's
2: the main question I want to pose to you guys: Is do you think the cost of the video games increasing to that seventy dollar mark, which they're trying to push? Right, like right now, I think I would say it's sixty bucks. Right, Mm -hmm. if you were buying like a brand new game, it'd probably be about sixty bucks. Mm -hmm. Do you think it would it to seventy dollars? Do you think it's justifiable to pay that seventy bucks? Is that a good price? from the developer and publisher's perspectives um and the consumer's perspectives um also like if you're listening as a listener yeah. i also want you to kind of like tell us do you think that's a, yeah. a justifiable price to to increase it 10 20 bucks
1: and to the listeners if you are thinking of something or if you know of another thing that we're not considering when having this conversation let us know educate us because i have no idea what all it would take to go or what all would go into, uh, developing and, and getting a video game ready to, to, for us for launch. And then for the marketing part of it, I have no idea. So I feel like there's gotta be things that maybe we just don't know because we're not in that business. So I'm curious if you know of anything, share with yeah. us,
2: write a comment, send us an email, you know, get in contact with us.
0: No, absolutely. Uh, so you're, let you're, me you're, ask you guys. All yeah. right. What do you think? Uh, Jock, what do you uh, think? Um, justifiable, Yes and no. It's a gray area for me. I can't. I can't make a judgment call on this because you know, now that I see it clearly, now that we've compared statistical data, and now that we look at forty nine ninety nine ninety ninety five was a lot more money than it is today. Because when you do dollar to dollar value, and you see how the inflation numbers have gone up, and. Fifty nine ninety nine is the average price now, but you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, with the cost of inflation, the price of game going up by ten dollars does not break your bank as much because if you're buying one game a month, it's still understandable that the price has gone up because you're gonna look at it this way, right? A dollar per hour. I spend fifty dollars on Assassin's Creed. I've already got one hundred and fifty hours out of it. So you go to the theater and you spend a lot more money on popcorn for watching a movie for two and a half hours than. An amount of time i've spent on one game that i spent fifty dollars for you know yeah. what i mean so in terms of getting the uh, entertainment per hour i think the game paid for itself you know it, it did give me the time and the enjoyment that i needed uh what people think i don't know like you know like sack and Cat said get in our comments you know promote our video we would like to reach a bigger audience here we would like to know what other gamers think if they agree with us would they disagree with us if you have any um interjections if you have any suggestions if you'd like us to talk about a certain topic on our platform you know we would love to hear from you what do you think kat
1: um i i agree with jock um i am now going to start paying attention to how much i'm paying for games because (laughs) the question's never been posed so i've never really thought this uh this hard about it um but there are definitely some games that I was willing to pay for full price Warhammer being one that came out and just was not ready. It just had a lot of glitches and things like that. So I do wonder if the cost is being, uh, is worth it in, in some situations. So yeah,
2: I agree. I am I'm, I'm kind of torn. Like when I see the numbers of how much they actually put into the development of the game versus yeah. how much is going into marketing or mm-hmm. IP or other different things. Um, like, it, I sometimes I'm like, am I, is this justifiable if I have to pay an extra 10 bucks for this, yeah. you know? So.
1: Yeah. And sometimes yeah. That, that cinematic trailer, the graphics <laughs> there will look so different than the actual oh, game absolutely. when it comes out and it just yeah. makes Never
0: me go, hmm. they put
1: it. a lot of money into this, this two minute trailer
0: <laughs> it, for the graphics they, to
1: look that different.
0: Absolutely. did it. Well, I guess that brings us to the end of our podcast episode for today.
2: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, what do you, you guys um, I was going to say what are you guys going to play before we leave?
0: <laughs> oh, uh I'm going to I don't know. I'm I'm probably going to uh, continue playing Assassin's Creed and finish that cuz I think gotcha. I think that's I need to do that. It's about time. How about you, Very Kat?
1: Nice. I'm going to have a mix of uh, Hogwarts and then when it sounds like my computer is going to explode from it, I'm going to play <laughs> Fortnite. <laughs>
2: I've been like super into Total War Warhammer three recently with the boys nice. on our Discord, nice. so I'll probably yeah, be that's nerd That's been fun now to watch. That. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Mm-hmm. So that's our episode. T- please tell us what you think. If you have any comments and stuff, um, you guys are always yeah. welcome to email us. Uh, email us at uh, player 2 start podcast at gmail dot com. Or you guys can uh, give us a comment on our YouTube channel. Um, And yeah, thanks. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.